broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, welcome to Women in Business, where we celebrate influential women making a difference in our community. Now, here's your host. Welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Women in Business Radio. This is a very special episode, the ladies of Alpha and Omega. I have so been looking forward to having this show. Of course, I have with me our traditional host for this segment of Women in Business, Miss Lori Kennedy. How are you? Hi, I'm great. This is a, a twist of events, and I'm excited to see where it leads. We have no <laughs> idea where we're going today. Yeah. So for for the three people in Cherokee County that don't know, uh, Lori Kennedy is with Alpha and Omega. She and her husband, Danny or Billy, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Whichever <laughs> husband you want to talk about uh, is, is the owner, other owner of Alpha and Omega. And we have two beautiful young ladies in here with us who keep the... The, the fire's burning over there and keep the shop running. In fact, uh, the, the first one I'll mention is Sam Floyd. Sam and I saw each other just the other day because I took uh, my old truck in there hoping to get it through one more hunting season. And uh, it's right now in there getting an oil change and getting ready, hopefully an, an emissions sign off. Yes. Mm-hmm. I did the emissions test and it failed. <laughs> yeah. So we're doing a smoke test to get it ready for you. So Sam will make it, but of course I trust these folks with our, with our cars, with Holly's cars. Well, and I, I may have mentioned to you, we're getting another car. No. And we're giving, we're giving the other, the, the old one to my youngest Kelly, and then we're getting another mm-hmm. one. So uh, yeah, we'll keep you guys busy and welcoming back to the business radio X microphone Miss Allie Kennedy, how you been since we talked to you last? I've been good. I've been good. I had a whole baby since, but other than that, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and we, we have had the pleasure of enjoying the new edition at Woodstock Business Club. I, uh, I don't know if uh, has the, the, the baby shown up at YPOW as well or, or just Woodstock <laughs> just, Business Club? Just the business club. Uh, when she was younger, like very little, she could come. And then the more I kept bringing her, the older she was getting. And the more I was like, you can't be here anymore. <laughs> She's just <laughs> trying to crawl around and meet everybody during the talks. So <laughs> we had to stop. All right. But. Since everyone here is with Alpha and Omega, let's lead with us for, for a moment, if we, if we could, Lori. Mission, purpose, tell us a little bit about the business and what you're really out there trying to do for folks, the community. Well, uh, we have three things that I have posted above everyone's heads, and that is honesty, integrity, and quality. And the reason I put it behind their heads is because I want them to be held accountable to that and they've agreed to that when they've you know signed on to work with us and uh, we've actually had to let somebody go before because we found out they were they'd only been there about a week and they had not put some items on a vehicle that they said they had put on a vehicle and we we how we found it and we were like okay that was not quality that was not integrity and it was not honesty either, so you don't match up with who we want to be in this community. So, see ya. Bye. <laughs> so, so that one got through, but got but got caught uh, in the in the net there. You can take that if you want. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but you must put Leave some real uh, attention and, and focus and energy into that whole recruiting development process. What what is it? And I got I got to admit, just straight up, I'm not good at that. Uh, it, 
you know, when I'm interviewing people, I don't feel like I ask the right questions and I feel like I'm too quick to just buy off on whatever they're saying. Have, have you gotten better and better at that? And have you kind of figured out a, a process for recruiting, interviewing, developing? Are you still cutting your teeth and learning? DBD. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think, I mean, obviously all processes can always be improved upon. And the more you do something, uh, the better you'll get at it. The more often you fail at it, the things you'll rem- you'll realize that you shouldn't do in the future. I will say that one of my questions that I always ask people is, why are you leaving where you are? And what are you hoping to get in an offer? And I don't necessarily mean how much money per hour. I mean, like, I don't want to bring somebody out of the fire and throw them into the frying pan. You know, like I want, if if they're going to come work for us, then I want us to be accomplishing something that they're not currently getting where they are. If, if we have the, if they say, well, systems and procedures are confusing sometimes, where I'm at and I'm like, all right, well, you're not going to get any better in our shop because that happens with <laughs> us too. So, you know, I just, I don't want to set somebody up to fail. And so I do ask a few questions to make sure that the environment that we're going to put them in is uh, something that will be relevant for what they're trying to accomplish. Hopefully like that's the goal, you know, it doesn't yeah. always work. Uh, unfortunately, um, Staffing is one of the most difficult things that we have happening. Uh, Techs are very difficult to find. Uh, You probably realize this, but for years and years, white collar was pushed in homes in America. And there are very few blue collar workers in, in all aspects, like electricians and plumbers and mechanics and all of it, uh, very limited. So before long, and now we've got kids graduating from college who can't find jobs. Right. And, and owe a lot of money in many cases. Yeah. yeah. And we can't, we can't find techs. It's just a hard industry. So if you're listening to this and you are looking for change, we would be happy to speak with you. And then when you do land a good one, like Sam, like Allie, <laughs> Uh, are, are there some things that uh, you make a habit of, of doing or not doing to keep them engaged, keep them on board, check in that your, that, that conversation you had, you know, cause that it could be a moving target, right? Like now they've been there for a while and now they are hoping to get this out of their work. Yeah. I mean, I, my husband probably deals more with the techs and with, uh, you know, the men on the team and with the day to day, uh, Allie does our marketing and some HR, like she's kind of an all, all purpose, but more on the administrative side, as opposed to like, you know, she put the cup under your uh, microphone. <laughs> that so was it perfect. Yeah, they already properly. fixed my microphone when they got here. <laughs> um, anyway, she's, she's more like, you know, thinking through those, those types of details. Uh, and the only other female that we have on staff is Sam. And uh, Sam runs one of the front counters at our Woodstock shop. And so she probably deals more day to day with my husband, although she does call me and I love hearing from her. And my goal is, I know I can't learn everything at once. I do better if I learn in little pieces. So as things come up, I'll try to call her and I'll say, hey, let's talk through this today and let's think through, you know, this process or whatever, what, what could we do different? What could we, how could we make it better? Or this is the first time you've seen this. So, uh, you know, I don't want to give everything at once because then 
well, I'll forget things, but same, <laughs> same. you know, so we just do a little at a time and hopefully things stick. But I mean, I think my, I have a mentoring heart yes, and you do. my goal is to be available. I don't, I know, I don't know all things, but I've definitely lived a few years longer than these two ladies sitting across from me. So I might've made uh, several mistakes that they haven't made yet. And if I can help them not make those, then praise, I would love that. Well, I had and thoroughly enjoyed the Sam front counter experience just a couple of days ago. You're doing a fantastic job. I mean, you're so personable and you explain things in ways that those of us who, you know, I have two tools at my house, a telephone and a checkbook. So I don't under, you know, so, so it's, it's very important that I find, uh, it, you know, people I can trust to, to provide these kinds of services. But you had the unique opportunity to interact with both me and Holly, my wife, Holly, <laughs> And you just, you manage that so well. So how would you describe your role, your mission, your your purpose, your, your work at Alpha and Omega? So like Lori said, honesty, quality, integrity, these are things that we all strive to accomplish. Um, for me and my day-to-day, I just want my customers to come in and know that they're going to be handled with those three utmost qualities and leave feeling the same way. And that's that's the part that gets missed a lot of times is they come yeah. in and they're like, Hey, how you doing? Da, 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 da. And then when they leave, it's like, Oh, get them. Go, 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 go. So we, <laughs> we try to make them feel like family and, and that they are aware that we'll do anything that they need us to do to, you know, keep their business, get their business and make sure that they're driving a vehicle that's going to last and going to keep, keep on trucking. So you strike me as uh, an incredibly self-reliant kind of person you can depend on. You're going to figure out how to get the job done. You, you know, if you get knocked down or something goes wrong during the day, you're going to work your way through it. I, uh, I'm married to one of those, uh, so, so, so I, I know that when I see it. And, and uh, occasionally when you run into something where, where you need some extra input and insight, do you find yourself – uh, uh, approaching uh, approaching Danny or or Lori, uh, and, and if so, what what does that look like? Okay, <laughs> you're laughing because you know. It. Okay, so we're very different. Very uh-huh. different. Okay. So Lori's the scary one. Really, you are <laughs> at first. At first, at first. Uh, before we got to know. So before the cookout, before that was my okay. Me and Lori, we're, good. we're cool. Um, so, <laughs> so Lori is the one that I was scared to approach. Just she's look at her; she's just so I'm here. You know? she, I mean, she's I, a force. When she's I have to interject. Room. Six months, the first six months that I knew her, six I am months, I am her daughter in law. And the first six months that I knew her, I was scared, like pee pee your pants, scared of Lori. <laughs> so we're good now. I mean, yeah. that's my other mom, but like. <laughs> Took us a minute. I don't know. <laughs> so, so starting there and saying this is is I had to start there to say this. So Billy's more of the or whomever we're talking about today, <laughs> Billy, Danny, Danny, Billy. Um, he's more of the. Let me show you how this is done. If you don't know, I'm I'm going to like he's he's very explanatory, very compassionate, very nice, very very sweet. For the most part, yeah, really, um, to, yeah. In the beginning, yes, no. In the beginning, in the beginning. Wow, he is. He's very. He's very. Angry. He's gonna be so mad when he listens to this. <laughs> but then now, so in the beginning, he was more of a friend. 
more more of somebody I could be like, hey, what what is this? You know. Yeah. Now he's ask Lori. It, it's <laughs> it's the hand, the eyes. It's like if it has if it doesn't have anything to do with a vehicle or a part for a vehicle, right? <laughs> so he'll sit there and he'll explain it. To, so okay, for example, I asked him and the boys yesterday at lunch. Hey, what do you guys think about setting up like a little corner in each of the shops for like kids? Like, because single, oh, oh, not single moms. A lot of stay at home moms come in with their husband's car yeah, and their car sense, yeah. and they have their kids and they're like, ah, just sitting there. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, maybe we could do some sort of like a corner thing. I should have run this by you. <laughs> no, I already knew about it. Everybody has been calling me and telling me. I tried to call you yesterday <laughs> and you were, you weren't there. So I figured we'd talk about it sooner or later. I think it's a great idea. I'm yeah. glad that we just created a new policy here yeah. on live, live on the air. <laughs> so anyways, this was a conversation well, we at got lunch. That done. That's and good. So Danny sits there and he's explaining to me, okay, you know, I can tell you that this is a great idea and I can tell you that I'm here all for it. And I can tell you this and I can tell you that. But I can also tell you that those chairs would have been regular black chairs if it was up to me. I don't care. It doesn't matter. But Lori, <laughs> being Lori, these these rooms are beautiful. Oh, they, yeah. They've got our colors. They've got this matching setup. And he's like, so things you need to ask Lori. <laughs> the finesse. The finesse of the beauty of the Alpha and Omega. He's like, so you're going to have to find two. They're going to have to match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we need them for both shops. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's literally what he's telling me. So things that I'm, I'm officially on air made my life slightly more difficult. But like you said, I will figure it out and yes, we'll get it done. Yes, you will. And there's apparently in the Alpha and Omega system, there's pre-cookout life and post-cookout life. <laughs> <laughs> but so tell us about the cookout. This this is probably, again, your brainchild of getting the group together and getting yeah. to, is that yes? Well, we, yes, we had met a goal and uh, we nice. had a couple new people and I just wanted everybody to meet everybody. And so we had everybody over at our house and we actually, was that the boil you're talking mm-hmm. about the boil yeah we had a shrimp boil oh my Sweet. gosh it was so good and plus billy dan is an amazing cook like he has a gift he does mm-hmm. yeah we can make the same thing and his is so much better than mine like we can follow the same recipe <laughs> and his is so much better than mine he's from louisiana it's it counts. Like a natural Mm-hmm. Thing, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. For the benefit of our listeners, we probably should clear up the whole Danny Billy thing for a moment, just so we don't lose them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you've heard of George Foreman, yes? Yes. He named all his kids George. George. Yes, he okay. did. Well, Billy's dad's name was Billy Earl, and then there was Billy Daniel, and then they had twin girls, but they didn't know they were having twins because back then you didn't know. Right. So right. they had one, and they named her. Bobby Joe. And then a second one came out and they're like, well, what do we name this one? We didn't pick a name for a second one. And I guess Petticoat Junction, which I know none of you young people they don't even know what even we're talking about, but I know. Right. They don't know what a checkbook <laughs> is either just to date you stone. Um, oh, they're giving me a look. They do know what a checkbook is. I was just, I was now really teasing do. you, not them. <laughs> um, anyway, so when the second little girl came out they were like well what do we name her and so they decided on billy joe because i guess on petticoat junction there were three and it was billy joe bobby joe and betty joe <laughs> i don't know why they didn't think of betty joe but they had a billy earl a billy daniel and a billy joe all in the house can you imagine how much fun that was when somebody called on the phone and asked to speak to <laughs> billy expecting the dad like a sales call and then you put the little girl on the phone the three-year-old hello 
Anyway, um, so when he was at home, he was called Danny. When he would go to school or work, they would, you know, he'd fill out his application or at school they had his name as Billy. So he ended up in any kind of work or business environment as Billy in any kind of personal environment as Danny. And so it gets very confusing from time to time. There was a time when I was working, he had a tech and I was in home building at the time and the tech's mother and I worked together and uh, he had gotten me a necklace for my birthday and I came in and I went, look what Danny got me for my birthday. And she went home and told her son I was cheating on my husband. (laughs) (laughs) True story. All right. So I don't know how much we cleared anything up, but I, but I have my arms around it. I, I know who we're talking about. I know he's from Louisiana and I have no doubt that he puts out a terrific bull and any manner of other Louisiana specialties. All right. So Ali, uh, t- tell us about your role and how you would de- de- describe it. My role is ever changing, ever, <laughs> ever adjusting with the, with the needs of my wonderful Lori. Um, it is by name marketing coordinator, but I do some HR, I do onboarding for us. I do payroll. Um, so I'm kind of just like the, the woman of many hats and I try to just pick up where I can. And, um, I enjoy it though. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying it just as it kind of grows into whatever it is. And, um, definitely it keeps me busy. Um, but in the best way, like it's just, it's special to be a part of my family's business, you know, and that they asked me to do it and they want me to be here. It's awesome. I think it's funny that my son, who is your husband, said didn't want to give the businesses to either of us, so they brought you and Ellie so they can give the businesses <laughs> to you. He was like, "Somebody's got to learn it." I mean, no, no, but but really, it's it's been awesome, and it's it's funny just going home and like talking with Grant and being like, "Oh yeah, like this, blah blah blah," just about anything, anything. I don't even have an example, and he's just like, "Oh, I didn't know that was like that." Like, yeah, well, (laughs) now you do, you know? Um, So it's been nice kind of being on the inside of things and um, just getting to kind of see the ins and outs. And it's very fascinating how a business is run. Like if you, if you haven't experienced that and you're getting to see it for the first time, it's just all of those little things that you don't think about just already being laid out. And you said the thing about processes and stuff like that. It might be hard to incorporate in the shop. Um, but I think that as far as like the way that we try to run things on the back end, like Lori has just done a remarkable job of making making steps and making manuals and making mm-hmm. just everything she can to make sure you have what you need like the other day she just was like oh i made you a spreadsheet for that and i was like oh thank you you know like that's how she is <laughs> um and so it's it's not it's not difficult to do my job so i'm very blessed for that i i would i sorry stone i'm jumping in i would love you went to woodstock business club this morning oh, gosh, yes. and for the first time you uh, like they do a question and i love the questions i always take down a ton of notes because i feel like i always leave there better than when i arrived yeah. and uh you shared today and you told me what you shared and i really would love for you to share it again Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, Well, I got to set it up. So the question was, um, what's one thing um, about your industry that you feel like there's a stigma about or people like are confused on? Um, And I just basically said, not exactly this, obviously, but just that, you know, you take your car in for an oil change and then, you know, the mechanic comes out and he's like, hey, actually, there's X, Y, Z wrong with your car and it's going to be a thousand dollars today. And I said, I don't think that's actually not true because that does happen in so many shops. But I think it's important to make sure that you're choosing the right shop, obviously. Um, And I gave the analogy of like the doctor. You know, if you go to your doctor and your doctor knows you and he's been diagnosing you for years, he's got your chart. 
um, you know, he's going to do a better job of telling you what's going on because he knows your history. So that's why it's important to build a relationship with a shop, um, you know, that knows you and knows your car and can diagnose your car. And something I love about Alpha and Omega um, is that we'll basically say, hey, okay, yeah, like you're going to need new brakes, but not for six months. So why don't we go ahead and start saving for that? Let's schedule our appointment six months out. You can come in and get your brakes fixed then instead of being like, oh, just because, you know, we know you're going to need them. We're not going to sell you on them today. We'd rather have a long term relationship with you. And I love that. And I value that. So. Didn't somebody say that, that they, yes. they came in, they said this morning in the meeting, yeah. Hey, I came in and thought I needed this, but they said, we I got didn't. a shout out because it was something with tires. And she was like, I thought I needed all four and we actually only needed two. And so I saved some money. So thank you for being honest and that honesty, quality, integrity. That's, that's that, you know? Um, so I just, I love that. I love that we're about that. Well, I, I got to tell you, Holly and I are case study for what you're describing. <laughs> I mentioned my old hunting truck. <laughs> and, and, and the guys are, are, are so great about doing that to the point that well, it, there are a lot of moving parts in business and, and they all follow your processes. And you've got some neat automation that lets you know the car's ready or the car's ready and, and we feel like you ought to do this, this, and this. And we feel like these three things can wait and you can check them off. Uh, and my response almost invariably is I trust you guys implicitly, just whatever you think is best, you know, because I've come to have that level of, of trust with you guys. So you have a great balance of you have all those processes and all that stuff, but you add the, the human factor to it. And if, and, and if Eric or Jeff or Sam or, or, or Danny, anybody says you gotta, you, you gotta have. You got to have this thing. Yeah, okay, no worries. Yeah, you told me that yesterday, actually. Yeah. That's the trust. You just, you just know, like, okay, if you say I need it, I need it. Right. You know, I'm not, there's no wool pulled over anybody's eyes. You know, I just, I love that. Well, and, and, and I've had specific situations where they said, yeah, if you really are going to hang on to this thing for a while, you know, you need to be thinking about this down the road and we'll stay on top of it mm-hmm. kind of thing. And that's, uh, that's a, it's a marvelous feeling. Especially like as a woman, like, I mean, when mm-hmm. I started, my dad lives out of state. And so from like 18 on, it was like, I'm supposed to get an oil change. What does that mean? Like, and so <laughs> all, like all of that kind of stuff I married in. Well, yes, I know things like that now, but you know, you go into a good year, excuse me. And there it's just suddenly like, I'm calling my dad, like, aren't oil changes $50 because my bill's like 420 and I don't know why, you know? And so just to be able to trust the people is big because I don't, I don't know. And you could potentially maybe six years ago, you could have potentially pulled the wool over my eyes and that's not fair, you know? So no advantage taken there, you know? I, I would love Sam to talk a little bit about uh, our software and what yeah, the that's capabilities what I was just about. Yeah, oh my the, gosh. what the capabilities are and how we can use it to serve our customers. It is awesome. So it's it's simple. I can come in, have a vehicle come in. Okay, you need an oil change. We'll start there, like you were saying, and then your bill ends up being ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You come in, you need an oil change. We do an 18-point inspection on every vehicle, which means you'll, if there's something wrong, you'll have pictures of it, and it'll have a message sent to me, and I'll have the ability to, from there, send this information by, via text or email to my customers. Um, a lot of my customers prefer text, so that's just how it works out, but I get I get the oil change done. I've got XYZ. I've got pictures of it when it needs to be done, how long I have till it needs to be done. And then from there, I can just send the inspection or just the invoice to the customers. A lot of times I'll send an invoice. They'll pay it over their phone 
from the comfort of their own home because they are doing X, Y, Z. Their husband's not going to get home till after six and we're closed. So I'll, they can pay their invoice from home and just leave the car outside of the gate and they can pick it up whenever it's convenient for them. So it's, it makes, it makes the conversation with a customer so much easier when you can show them like very clearly you can't pull them into the shop and be like, Hey, look under here and between <laughs> here. And that's what we're talking about. No, I can have the picture. I can send it to them. They can review it. If they have any questions, like you said, they can call me. And I, if I don't have a way to explain it, I will figure out a way to explain it to where you understand what I'm saying and what you need. So it's it's super, super easy. Super, I, I feel like it's for the good of the customer. And of course, that's why they did it because that's just how they are. I have to, I have to interject, Sam, you're, you're going to remember what you said better than me, but I was in the shop yesterday and she was de-escalating a customer. (laughs) she, She has this way that she's like serious and it's like, she's serious and providing great customer service, but she's also funny about it. And it's like, that is, that is just something you're either born with or you'll never have. And what did you say to the customer? Because it was so so funny. Grant and I were both like, that's so clever. That's he so- was he was wanting a specific. Uh, he had a recall on his vehicle, and he couldn't remember what his son had told him about the recall. So I said, "Okay, I'm going to do my research on my end. You do your research on your end. We'll meet somewhere underneath the old oak tree." And he just died. <laughs> it was like she was like, "I'm going to." She said, "I'm going to search my soul. You search your soul. That, we'll meet under I the said. old oak tree." <laughs> and it was like her voice didn't change. She wasn't like it was just she said it. You know, it's I natural. don't know. It was it's so flowed. funny. And he and then she was like, "Ah, yeah, okay, have a good day." Boom. You know, and I was like, Whoa. <laughs> "He was still like, laughing when I got off." The exactly. Phone. <laughs> like that's because I love that. You know, what a great environment. That you guys have created. It's clear that you have a good time and you're committed to the to the customer. I want to hear a little bit about the the balance of your life, the rest of your life, your household. I'll start with you, Sam. Okay. Tell, tell, tell what's what's uh, what, what's home like. So for me, my boyfriend is a technician. He's somewhere uh-huh. else, an, an, a vehicle technician. But he'll come home, and we'll both have oil somewhere <laughs> on our bodies. Um, Steamy. <laughs> yes. So um, we'll come home and uh, I've got a 12-year-old or a 13-year-old, a 2-year-old and a 14-year-old stepson. Oh, my. Yes. So I'll come home. I'll cook dinner. He cleans up after my dinner because I make a mess when I cook. So Smart man. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He loves me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll cook dinner and then we'll we'll hang out and we just killed Stranger Things and that's just what we do. That's our, that's our home life. And the weekends we'll go to the pool with the kids or here soon we'll be going out on a, a boat from what I'm hoping. Oh. <laughs> wink, wink, wink. We're making plans. We're making plans. <laughs> but, but, but I have to believe, and in fact, and more than believe because I, I've experienced it, that, that home is, is such a happier place when the, the breadwinners are fulfilled in their work as well. Well, you know, it, I agree, but, for a lot of us, we spend more time at work yeah. than we do at home, or at least that's how my life is. So for me, it's super important. The people that I work with are so important to me. I love my technicians. I love my bosses. I love Allie. We just we don't see each other often, but we text a lot now that we have found <laughs> each other's phone numbers. True. <laughs> so, you know, it's super important to get along with the people that you spend hours with 
a week. And, you know, it's just it's a really good environment at home for me and and at work just because I don't come home stressed out. I mean, sometimes I do because I'm like, okay, where am I going to get this part? Um, I can't find it here. It's on back order here, but I'm going to find it. Come here, Google. So, it's, you know, it's hard sometimes, but, you know, as long as you got that balance, it's good. That's, you know, yeah. something. So we talked about your youngest for a moment there, Allie, but tell us more about life with Grant, life at the house, and how and if it kind of mingles and oh, o- over to the work. So, well, I have a two-year-old and a nine-month-old. So I'm in the weeds right now. Not going to say it any other way. Um, and it's it's just interesting trying to balance the work in the home life. I'm fortunate that I can work from home and I do. Um, but like Tuesdays, for example, um, I load up in the car around lunchtime with the girls. I go over to Lori's house. Um, she has um, her office has a little extra desk for me. So I go nice. and I sit at the desk and please, <laughs> Lord God, let both my kids take naps in their respected rooms so I can get some work done. Um, it's been it's been definitely a challenge trying to find time. Um, but what I appreciate is just that the way the workload works for me is I kind of have a set amount of stuff I have per week like week one, week two, week three, week four. And the stuff that's time sensitive isn't as, it's not as much of that kind of stuff. So it's like, I just, I know that by the end of this week, I have to have this done. So I, it, it's just balancing that and figuring out routine, um, which has been, it's been fun. I like, I like, I'm, I'm like Lori, I like processes. I like figuring out ways to make things work. Um, and it's, it's hard having littles because you don't really get structure. Um, so I just desperately am trying to make things fit in places and be like, two o'clock is this. And then I'm like, no, it isn't anymore. <laughs> awesome. And so it's, it's like going against my whole being right now, but it works like it, it functions. Like I am stressed, but it's like, it works, you know, pumpkin story yesterday. Oh yeah. No, my poor, my poor two year old. Um, she went, she goes to like a mother's morning out and it starts back in August. So we're excited for that. Um, I'm so- we're all looking forward to it. And let me just, my two year old is me. Okay. So it's just an interesting dynamic with that, um, being faced with myself every day. Um, but no, she, she's, I'm really neat and I'm really, I don't want to say OCD, but I kind of am um and she went don't laugh at me she went <laughs> she went to school and they were painting white pumpkins orange like we brought in white pumpkins yeah. and they like called me and they were like she won't paint the pumpkin she doesn't want her hands to be dirty and i was like and no. she probably likes white yeah and she likes white because that's right. my favorite color um but no i literally bought her an easel like for christmas that year i was like we're gonna have to break that and so now we finger paint and i just sit there like like the whole time um, I just yeah but it's getting better anyway off topic but funny so um, does the parental strategies uh when you have littles as you characterize them does it in, does do you incorporate singing does that do you sing to them oh do I yes yeah. Ezra tells me not to sing all the time <laughs> like all the time we're in the car and we're listening to I'm a little teapot and I'm like like harmonizing and she's like no mommy sing no mommy sing from the back seat at me and I'm like Okay. I just think it's funny you're harmonizing to little people. Well, <laughs> well, you know, creative people. We have to we have to get our outlet somewhere. Right. Um, but no, the singing does incorporate into my day to day and I try not to talk too much about like cars either, but you know <laughs> singing works better for two year olds and nine month olds than mechanic shop. So, so I brought it up for the benefit of our listeners because the last time Allie was in the studio, they, they sang nice. Amazing Grace. <laughs> and it was absolutely beautiful. So, Lori, you guys are, I don't know, empty nesters of a fashion, but you got 
people around you all the time. What, what, what's, uh, what's life back at your mansion like? Well, uh, yes, we are kind of empty nesters and that's fun. Um, but our kids are still close and live yeah. relatively close. We have our oldest son, Drake, who has texted me while I've been here and said he's not scared of me at all. Um, <laughs> he must be listening. Hello, Drake. That's the Drakest Drake thing that Drake has said. <laughs> and uh, he lives downtown. He's a real estate agent, musician, professional musician, and uh, he's doing great. He's talking about moving back to Nashville. We'll see if he does or not. He has definite opportunities there. And that's amazing. And then, uh, Grant is married to Allie and those are the only two children I have and they live just in town lake. So pretty close. And they have the two littles, which are my precious babies. I had two mm. boys and now I get to have girls uh, um, at the expense of Allie's mental health. Right. Well, you know, it's different <laughs> Anything when they can do for you. Thanks. <laughs> It is different when they're when they're grand. You get to give them back. Uh -huh. But it was so cute. I went over there yesterday, and uh, Ezra, the oldest, got a doll that has red hair, and she's calling it her Lolly Dolly because she calls me <gasps> Lolly. It's so oh, cute. cute. All on her own. Like she was like, "Oh, Lolly Dolly." And we were like, "Oh." <laughs> yeah. Is that why she looked at me crazy with the red hair? Well, yes, yes, yes. She's like, "What?" <laughs> She's like, are you related to Lolly? Lolly's <laughs> daughter. <laughs> I um I do want to bring up that Alex wasn't able to be here, and I would love Allie to talk a little bit about Alex's role and uh, yeah, let's how dish she dish on Alex since she's not here. Absolutely. Oh, dude, how could you ever dish on Alex? There's not. Oh, love that girl. That's that's Alex is my best friend, and just happens to be the best social media content creator I've ever known. Um, or seen. And so we kind of are a little bit of a team in that aspect. And we work together um, to try and get, you know, I try to take pictures for her when I'm in the shop because she used to live farther away. Um, she's actually moving to Holly Springs like as we Sweet. speak, which is great. Um, and it's just, it's been awesome getting to collaborate with her. We've actually worked together in like three different jobs. So it's just, it's wow. cool. Um, and she's incredible. She actually recently designed our billboard that we now have. Sweet. Yes. Where's, where's the billboard? It's what? on Canton Road. This was like my little baby. Um, nice. We in, on Canton Road. It's like 0.8 miles from the shop. Like so, you drive it, you pass it. It's 0.8 miles on your left um, is where the shop is from it. And in the and right above of, the Goodyear, right above, in between an nice. Express what? Loop and a Goodyear. Very nice. I'm trying to start some crap. <laughs> I love it. Um, and in, in the corner of the billboard, does it say endorsed by Business Radio X, or did you? Leave oh that up? No. no, you should have. You should have called me. <laughs> no, I'm it's sorry. Fantastic. There is a big old picture of Danny, Billy, Danny. Um, <laughs> yeah, with his like arms crossed R on it, and yeah. it looks really cool. Yeah, I'll bet. she did such a phenomenal job. You got to drive by and see it. It's beautiful. I have to see this. Yeah, we want to. We're going to do some type of promotion potentially with. Like take a picture with the billboard and post it and get a hundred percent off or something. You know, I don't know. I don't know how wow. that works. <laughs> and marketing person, <laughs> marketing person speaking without she knows speaking how to the owner first. <laughs> she know you did the kids corner thing. I, know, I thought I, I could maybe yeah, I started it. offer free engines for people. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, just kidding. But so, so you yeah. do you have, you have marketing expertise on board. You have you have great presence at the at the counter. You 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 have crack text. You got Danny. You get you got all this going for you. But it, it does uh, kind of bring up the question: Where do the clients come from? How do you get new business? And yeah. I'll throw that to the whole group. I don't, where, where do they come from? I I would say that social media has been 
big um, once Alex has started um, really getting to do it a ton. Um, mm-hmm. We've got a lot of reels she's been posting on Instagram of classic cars and like the most recent one had like 18,000 views, wow. which is awesome. Um, and so I definitely, I would accredit a lot of that to, to social media. Um, I will say too, word of mouth is big. Um, mm-hmm. Lori, um, the Woodstock business club mm-hmm. is a big one for us too. Yep. Lori has made that just such a priority to make sure that as she, you know, juggles her other job that she has as well, just in case you were wondering, she's kicking butt here and has another full-time job. Just, putting that out there. Um, she has made that really a big point and that is just a, an incredible networking opportunity. And every time you go, it's like, somebody's like, Oh my gosh, like I need to get my oil changed. Can I have your card? Like it's, it's always something. So I want to go. Um, yeah. <laughs> she'd be good. Hey, have you not been at Woodstock business? Club? I haven't. Oh yeah. You got it. I think I just it. got my ticket. No, it's, it's, it's a great group. <laughs> or at least that's been my experience. Yeah. So, I've met a lot of, a lot of women from in there actually that Lori sent my way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a lot of, you know, the magazines and stuff like that Mm -hmm. where people come. And then also people get done wrong by people. And then other people are like, Hey, go see them. They won't do you like that. So they come see us. Not saying we don't ever make a mistake, but we do. uh, We, we, we do stand behind our work. So Mm -hmm. if we do make a mistake, we want to fix it Mm -hmm. for sure. And you know, my husband has been, in business, well, he's been working on cars since he was eight years old, but he's been, we've had Alpha and Omega since uh, 2001. So it's over 20 years in business. And a lot of our customers, we've had car after car, year after year, decade after def- decade. Mm-hmm. So um, he's done most of that all on his own. I really only got involved during COVID. So I got to ask, because it is so true, and and yes, you are a rock star. Everybody knows and loves you at Woodstock Business Club, but it spreads way beyond that. You you are are such an important part of the the community at large and particularly the the business community. How do you choose to to use that gravitas, that that influence, that that respect that you get? Uh, How do you choose to... To, to use that power, yeah, that's, that's, the, the, that's, that's the, the word. word. That's yeah. the word. Good lord, uh, yeah. to influence the community. Uh, I have a, a mentoring heart. I think we talked about that yeah. a little while ago. Um, I really love to be in relationship with people uh, where we are iron sharpens iron, or we give and take with each other. Like I can learn something from anybody. Mm. If I have an open heart and a willingness to learn and I want to have that kind of relationship with people. So I pursue those in, in and about, um, there was a time that I was doing full-time ministry, um, playing, speaking at women's conferences and playing, uh, music and singing and that sort of thing. Uh, I have some trauma in my past that I have, uh, worked through and in the midst of that felt the need to share stories of overcoming uh, with others. And so I did go through a time of doing that. I feel like that particular time in my life uh, is, is over. And now this is my focus. Like I feel like God takes you to different places for different times in your life for different purposes. And so this next purpose is us preparing to, um, be able to have more flexibility with our time because we're not spring chickens anymore. And I want to slow down a little bit. So 
this next few years are getting ready to slow down, if that makes sense. Um, but personally, as far as me investing into others, uh, I think it's a mutual thing and I want to be around people who are investing in me and I'm investing in them. So what do you think is the, or was the genesis for this, this heart for, for mentoring? Did you have a, a mentor or, or multiple mentors along the way that, that you really wanted to emulate or was it the opposite? And like, you felt like, wow, I really didn't get the guidance in this area or that area that I wish I had had. I'm going to do better for, for others. Yeah, I think we all, I mean, I've told my kids a hundred times, I've done as many things wrong as you can figure out how to do wrong raising kids. What I want you to do is I want you to look at what I've done, take the things that I've done right and emulate those, take the things that I've done wrong and purposefully don't repeat those. And um, I, when you ask that, yes, I had a challenging childhood and I am purposefully trying to make a difference or help others make their lives different going forward than what I experienced in my past. Yeah. Well, it certainly is, uh, has had an impact. It, and it, it's, uh, you just never know the impact that you have on people. My uncle and I were having this conversation last weekend. We, we were up at the mountain house. You just, sometimes you don't, sometimes you do get to know, and that's fun. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times you don't really know the impact that you've had on people. And just to, as a consistent discipline or ritual of trying to invest in other people, it's, uh, it's amazing the, the ongoing impact something like that, that can have. I know you guys um, may be a, a little younger than, uh, than I am, but and you have, you've accumulated some wisdom, some knowledge, some experience. You've probably made a mistake or two. Have you chosen to try to be a mentor to, to other people at this point? I'm going to ask you both, but I'll start with you, Sam. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I would love to get more into the things that I would like to go back on, the things that I've done in my life and the things that I would like to help others with. But that's for another day and <laughs> We'll time. have you back. We'll have a uh, Sam that's show. A whole, <laughs> it'd, it'd take a little longer than that. I'd listen. <laughs> yeah. I'd be on it. You'd, just to yeah, you'd learn a little. Yeah. Lori probably already knows. But um, yeah, for sure. Like you were saying, you know, you never know who you impact. Like, for yeah. example, something I learned a very, very long time ago. I was probably 14, 15. At, like, it's one of those kind of lessons. Don't ask someone how they're doing today unless you're prepared to get a bad answer. Unless you're prepared mm. to to listen to what they have to say. And that, you know, that was really important for me at one point in time. And, you know, it's true. Like the other day I asked, I always talk to my delivery drivers and, you know, ask them how they're doing and what's going on in their life and get to be personal with them because you see them all the time. Um, One of my drivers, his mom is in the hospital and wasn't doing too well and she's doing better now. We've been praying for her and everybody out there, you can continue to pray for her. But it's just things, you know, that when you ask someone how they are. Be prepared to listen to what they're going to say. You don't want to just dry ask, and what if they're having a really bad day? If you care, really care. That, that is marvelous counsel. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. How about you, Ellie? Have you had a chance to, if not a formal mentoring relationship, just to begin sharing some of your life experience? I would say I, I feel like God 
put me in a really interesting situation in my life, um, having kids as young as I did. Um, cause at the time, like when I, you know, when I was pregnant with Ezra, my first, it was like, oh my gosh, like none of my friends are even married yet. And like, I'm, I'm going to have these, like, my kids are going to be babysitting my friend's kids. That's so weird, you know? <laughs> um, and I think that just the magnitude of growth that happens when you become a parent, we all know it. Um, it's just crazy. It's looking in a mirror every single day and it's having to, like, especially now that I'm getting into like discipline with my, with Ezra, um, and stuff like that. It's just constantly having to unpack things from your past that maybe, um, you know, just, you're just having to unpack things from your past and learn how to do things differently and figure out what worked for you might not work for your kid and just all of that stuff. And it's a blessing to me as I've watched my friends start to get married and Alex, my best friend's having a baby in like three weeks, probably. Congratulations, Alex. And just being able to have, like Lori was saying, have maybe made some of those mistakes or just kind of walked through it and already troubleshot and figured out, Oh, like you don't have to do what I'm doing, but I did this and it worked really well. If you want to try it. Like I love that. I love to have advice for people and I love to, um, offer advice and I try not to give it unsolicited but Alex is when she hears this she's gonna laugh because I'm always like well I would probably do this if it, like, I'm just, uh, I like, can't help but be like what, what about um and I'm a fixer so I definitely have enjoyed getting to kind of um grow in relationships like that with my friends um especially and just yeah for sure so one of the more recent opportunities really a set of opportunities for for me to learn something about myself and to try to make some improvements in the in the business uh, was facilitated. The, the skids were greased a little bit by mentors that I trust, but the the presenting situation was COVID. It really had my business partner Lee Cantor and I kind of re-examine where we had drawn some lines, and we had to move some of those lines to continue to serve customers and generate. Revenue, and as it turns out, it opened up completely new avenues of of, of serving people, helping folks, and and, and making money. Uh, did uh, did COVID have an impact on uh, on 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 your business? And if so, how how did you weather that? Well, it absolutely did, uh, but we were an essential business, so we stayed open. We just had to all of a sudden we had to buy all this extra stuff to clean things with that couldn't even find anywhere mm. so you know go to the dark web to find a <laughs> sanitizer she's got, she's got a subscription twice. with the black market now <laughs> and um and so it you know we had at first it completely fell off like a hundred percent of the business was pretty much gone at first because nobody Ouch. drove like nobody yeah, went anywhere yeah, yeah. and nobody drove and so you still have bills you still have to keep your utilities on you still have to pay your rent um you still have to pay your employees that sort of thing so you still have bills so you know we had to navigate that and then it started coming back and it came back pretty slow you know it, it took people time some people had to go back in a few weeks and some people didn't have to go back for a few months and and uh, i will say that you know there were scenarios in which the government tried to uh, put out some programs to help you keep your employees and that sort of thing. And, you know, we did what we could to, to try to make sure that we were able to keep our employees and stay open. And now, of course, businesses, there are other challenges, you know, with the supply chains and the prices Mm -hmm. increasing and just making sure that, you know, we are, um, 
honoring our customers, uh, you know, with with the, how we have to get thing like you know like uh sam said she has to go home and google you know at night try to figure out how to get certain parts because we just can't can't get things and it's people are employees are scarce at this point in time i don't know how they're making money but they're not coming to work so some of them some i mean not some of our (laughs) specific employees but in general employees aren't going back to work and i and i i don't know i don't i don't really know what's next but you know, this time in history is different than any other time. And every other time in history is also different than any other time. So you just continue to grow and navigate. Like, that's why we're human and not, uh, I don't know, like a dog. Like, we learn from the past and make changes going forward. And so you just have to stay open and not be that. You, you remember that story about why'd you cut the ends off the roast? Do you know what I'm saying when I say that? I'm not no sure idea. I do. Okay. Uh, so there awesome. was... There Somebody was... write this down. Oh, no, we're recording it. We got this. We got this. We'll transcribe it. Okay. Somebody asked their, their parent, why did we cut the ends off the roast at Christmas every year? Well, I don't know. My mom did it. So let's ask her. So then you ask the mom, why did you cut the ends off the roast every year at Christmas? Well, I don't know. Grandma did it. So then you go ask grandma, why'd you cut the ends off the roast every year at Christmas? Well, because my pan didn't fit the roast that we had. <laughs> so great. we don't always just do the same thing over and over because uh, we've always done it. We always have to be looking at why we do things yeah. and make sure that we're continuously improving our processes and the way that we are just you know running our business what a great story that is that is terrific imagery I, you're going like to hear that do. again i'm going <laughs> to use that somewhere i'm in my next talk or something I, that is a great illustration all right so i'm going to give you my answer uh to, to this question before i ask it and i'm going to ask it of all of you i'm going to start with sam uh but my answer is hunting fishing and more recently kayaking but uh, the question is uh, where do you go and i don't necessarily mean a place uh, but where do you go for inspiration to sort of recharge the batteries, kind of unplug and get and and, and get fired church. back up? Church, okay. Church. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's been a new. Um, I I found my church. I really I, you like I, it? I did. That's oh, our church. Imagine that. My <laughs> new bosses invited me and my family to come check out wow. this church. Momentum right down the road, and I have found my church. I found my preacher. I found my home, and I'm so excited about it. And you know, it is. We had a ladies. What, what would you call a ladies? worship night? Night of worship. worship. Night yeah. of worship. And that was the moment I was like, "Yep." That was the catalyst. That was that the, was or it. The, I went, and God told me to go. He's like, "You know, go check this out." So I did. It was a new <laughs> thing. Never done it. Never had anything like that before happen to me. And I went, and I sat there in the front row by myself, and I looked at Lori, looked at Allie up on the stage, and I'm just like, "Yep." They were on the stage. Yeah. Singing, uh, and oh I'm my. I'm picturing myself. Next time, I'm gonna be up there singing. Uh, this is my home, and this is where I'm gonna stay. And yes, church is it's very recharged, reboot. It you know I, I would love to say the the pool or the lake, but wow. it's church that I get that feeling at. Well, uh, church can certainly be very inspiring. Not if they invite me on stage to sing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry you have to follow that answer, Allie. But I know, right? I, know. I was well, sitting here going, I, I know, Lord, <laughs> Allie's got this voice that, you know, well, it was her fault that I chose it. Yeah, that's yeah. that's just singing. like 
dang it, that makes me want to cry right now because because <laughs> you don't know. I mean, it's the thing you don't know the impact that you're having and that right, was like right. Lori and I I mean we put the thing together so just to know that that was like a turning point for you is really big so well, thank it. you yeah, we God had you guys do it for me is a God thing well and that's funny because we talked about that because there was a little bit of um, spiritual warfare yeah, yeah. Uh, yes it, it, there, leading up to it we did have some obstacles that we had to overcome and I remember telling Allie if if this is this hard to get to that place, then there's a purpose in that place that we're going to, we may or may not be able to see. It may not be revealed to us, but it'll be worth it. Yeah. She Yay! said, she said, we both agreed. We were like, even if one person, like we said that, so that's just cool. Like, I don't, we were like, even if one person is impacted, then we've done a good job. You I know? went and, home and told Carl, I was like, yep, this is it. You're going to the barbecue on Sunday. <laughs> and he went, Oh my did he have fun? He, he met, he said, you know, I met some people. We had some fun. If you asked me their names, I couldn't tell you. Now, backstory. My boyfriend, my Carl, is very much so an introvert. No. Mm. He, he likes to hang out with people, but he's, he'd rather listen to you and, yeah. and hear you than in, in, intervene or put his two cents in me. And, Opposite, that's really? why I said no because I'm like it's always the pair. You know yeah, what I mean? That's it's it. Always that's the, it. That's it. You got so, one, and so for him to go, you know, the preacher invited. I was like, go get him. He's not gonna go. Go make him go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so they had a men's event. Uh-huh. The men's barbecue. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Axe throwing and barbecue. Oh, fun stuff. Yeah. Lori, I probably already know pieces of this answer, but but you t- where, where do you go to recharge? How do how do you kind of get rejuvenated? Church, the lake. <laughs> she goes. She goes to the lake. Well, I tell you, that what, boat I, I was talking no, about. Yeah, I that's what, that, that was boat. actually one of my answers too. That and see, spending time with Grant. Well, if he's hearing this, no. I do. I do love church, but I just you know after going after that answer, I feel like guilty saying anything else. But oh. I I dive into. Well, I don't dive. I usually jump. I can dive. Sometimes I do. Anyway. The moment my feet hit the water, like I feel like all my stress just mm-hmm. goes out of my toes and it's gone. Mm-hmm. I in big gar in that lake being sucking it out of your toes. Well, <laughs> all right, that works. Wow. It, it's it, it's. Danny called me last night. He's like, "Hey, do you want to go have dinner on the lake tonight?" I was like, oh, "Yes, yes." <laughs> it was so much fun to see the sunset. It was beautiful. It's just it 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 just gives me peace. Well, I've been on that boat, and I've been, and and I got to say, it's well, it's part of what inspired the the kayak thing. So, uh, I've been on that boat, and uh, we, when we were done, uh, the other couple that was with us, uh, Krista and her other half, we went to the restaurant, and and we just had the most marvelous time. But being on the boat with Danny and Lori is also part of the. I mean, that just it's it was a, a great deal of fun. Yeah, it was a fun day. I wouldn't it's, know. <laughs> so I guess shade. She's probably, shade. <laughs> I think you are the extrovert. If you want something, you you let we, it. We know you can have. Right? I mean, <laughs> wink, wink. No, hint, it is, hint. It's it really is a miraculous feat to see to see Lori swimming through the water out there. She's just she's like <laughs> sea biscuit. Like she, sea biscuit. The water version. The water version. <laughs> Lake biscuit. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> She's just so happy out there. Yeah, you are. I am happy out yeah, there. She's just floating well, around. You guys. What about you? I don't really like the water. What do you mean? No. Really? What's your what's, what's your, your thing? happy place? Oh gush, gush, gush. <laughs> oh gush. That was goodness and gosh. Excuse me. Um, church. Uh, yes, that's a very fair wow. answer. I, uh, church is a big one. 
Um, I would say, I mean, I actually discovered this last weekend, Grant and I went to a cabin with, um, two of our best friends and did not have any children's there. And I was like, I forgot that I was a person. (laughs) Oh my God. I came home and I was like, what's happening? Like, um, so definitely just like getting quality time with Grant is a big one because that is few and far between with his job and the kids in my job. So that's been something that I want to prioritize more. Um, and Netflix. 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 I love it. What Church. about, what about Grant, singing? Ne- singing is good. I, it's hard. It's always like, I always wanted to be that like cool creative person that like, like just like pours out their heart into song and all that. But I'm way too structured. And it's like, if I'm singing, it's like, I, I love to do it, but it's not relaxing because I'm like, Oh, okay. I got it. I'm gonna try that one again. I'm gonna do it better. And I'm uh. like, um, it's constantly like a, it's not a job or a chore, but I'm trying to grow in it and so what i want when i'm peaceful is i want nobody to call me to anything i don't want to have to feel like i need to grow and rise to an occasion i just want to just like lay and just be like uh, like you know Mm -hmm. so yeah that's a long answer i apologize (laughs) well no but it's a perfectly good answer and it it begins to get into another one of those things that you might share with others at some point Uh, i kind of learned it from holly but there really is it's, it's tremendously liberating uh, and powerful to have the ability to say no, right? Yep, still haven't learned that boundary. What? <laughs> no. Are we supposed to? Say to? No, you really? <laughs> what is that? What? Wait, what? I have a shirt You're that says never say women. no. What do you mean? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, before we ask Lori to, to wrap and make sure that all of our listeners know how they can have a conversation with anybody on the team and, and how to get to one of the two shops and we've got any promotions and all that kind of stuff. I'd, I'd love to come around and, and, and I will, I will start with you, Allie, uh, and then ask Sam and then, and then we'll ask Lori to, to wrap up. I'd love to leave our listeners and I, you guys have been so generous and such a, a wellspring of, of, of ideas around this. I, I would love just any advice on the life front, on the business front, on the relationship front, just something you feel like you've learned that, you know what? This is worth thinking about as an entrepreneur, as a spouse, as a friend. Um. Oh, man. (laughs) Um, Gosh, that's a big one. Um, For me, I think I I can say a lesson that I'm learning right now. Um, And it I don't even know how to phrase it the right way, but this has just come into mind. It's not that deep. Like it, it all for me, I am a big um, I attach meaning to everything. And I um, hold myself accountable more than probably anyone else in my life would at all times. Um, hold myself to a high standard, which is great. But if I'm showing grace to everybody in my life except myself, I'm going to be empty all the time. Um, and so I'm trying to just like be able to discern between the things that are important enough for me to lose sleep over and the things that aren't. Um, and that has just been a big one. So it's not that deep is my is my mantra right now, probably. Well, let's follow that under wisdom beyond her years. <laughs> yeah, I need that in my life. <laughs> it's hard. Intentively listening, like, oh, that's good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> How about you, Miss Sam? You learned anything you might share with our crowd? I mean, the answer to that is yes. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, recently. So, like you said, I'm, I'm a rely on myself kind of person. Yeah. I always have been, just because I know I'll do it. Um, and lately I've been learning that it, I have Carl to help, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not a single mom anymore. And it's scary to 
let go and let someone else help, but he's there and, and I can rely on someone other than myself. I can. <laughs> I don't know if Holly had to go through with that and, and, and through that and figure out that, you know, Stone can do a few things around the house. But I know that I have lived through that as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, putting this, this network together because I always felt like, you know, I'm the one that knows it best mm-hmm. and to, and to, to learn to let go a little bit and let other people and even let them do it maybe not quite as well mm-hmm. in the beginning. But boy, does it free you up to work on a whole new, Set of, set of challenges, yeah. Good, like myself. Good stuff. That's next. <laughs> That's why she she dyed her hair before this. That's why she's working on I herself. Did, I dyed my hair. It's so cute. It. It's adorable. It's adorable. we got to yeah. make sure that, that we publish a picture of, yes. of, of that with this, uh, with this episode. Uh, yeah, so before we wrap with the business details and, and all that, anything that we might leave our listeners with on your heart? Um, gosh, I... I think that one of the things that I'm continuing to learn about myself is that I am a processes person and I like structure and I like organization. I like things to go a certain way. The problem that I have because I'm all, and I'm an improver, like I like to improve processes. I like mm. to look at them and pick them apart and then put them back together a different way. And that's an amazing quality and I love that about myself. But what I don't love is the way that it can make other people feel sometimes. Like when I repack the dishwasher, then my husband's like, (laughs) what, I didn't do it right the first time? Like, I don't want to be the kind of person who never lets anybody feel like they're enough or they measure up because I've always felt like I'm not enough and I don't measure up. And that's hard. And so I don't want to provide that um, platform to have other people feel that way. And so I think my challenge to myself is love who I am, but also continue to improve on the parts of that that need to be improved on. Um, Because I do like to make things better, but I don't want to make things better at someone else's expense that they thought they didn't do it right, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So one of the things I love about this platform and the way we choose to do things uh, here in, in our network is typically these conversations are anything but a commercial. And you guys have a commercial enterprise. We need to let them know where you are, how to get to you, if you've got any promotions kind of things. Uh, so let, let's leave them with that before we wrap. If you, Whatever you think is appropriate, website, you know, that kind of stuff. Awesome. Okay. Well, we have two locations. Uh, we've been in business for over 20 years. One of our locations is on Canton Road in Marietta. The other one is off of Bell's Ferry over by Victoria, uh, over by the lake in Woodstock. And our website is alpha-omega-auto.com. Not because I like dashes, but because without dashes was already taken. So alpha-omega-auto.com can get you uh, both of our addresses, our phone numbers. We do have specials that rotate every month, but we also have 15% off parts for a first-time customer that's a constant ongoing special. So if we haven't ever seen you before, come see us. And don't forget to ask for specials because they're there. But if you don't ask for them, I'm not going to go, hey, you want something free? (laughs) You got to ask for those things. So, you know, ask. That's all. Well, this has been a great deal of fun. It has been, as promised early on, informative and inspiring. I can't thank you enough, Lori, for being willing to get on the other side of the mic and, and, and let us have a little 
peek inside the the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the beautiful brain of Lori, <laughs> and and the whole environment at Alpha and Omega. It, it makes me want to go. I, I wish I had skills, you know, because I would love to work there. We'll teach you. Yeah, I was going to say, come on, come on, <laughs> we'll teach you. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting a different type of job in there. I'm going to get. I'm going to become a tech. I so I've <laughs> learned about cars, and I've always thought it was the coolest thing because it's just like a giant puzzle. And I'm like, yeah, I'll cut my nose off to work on cars for sure. And then it got hot outside. And I changed my mind completely. I'm, I'm okay being in the front. In the air if you need help, I'll be there. But and Allie, you'd have to tie your hair up because if it got caught, like it in is, some sort oh of oh my gosh, the fans. Yeah, yeah. my nine month old Iris is already like a fan with that. She just pulls, pulls it, out it out constantly. Anyway, I digress. Well, and I don't know if your hair is loud enough to be, you know. I know. I'd have to definitely go. I'd have to go pretty vibrant if I wanted to. I wanted to fit in with the cool kids. Well, thank you all for joining us. This has been fantastic. All right. This is Stone Payton for our guest today, Sam Floyd, Allie Kennedy, and Lori Kennedy, and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you next time on Women in Business.